0: Y'all look so beautiful. I miss you. I love it. I can't wait to see you this week. We're going to eat cornbread together. We're going to have caramel cake. We're going to drink coffee. And we're going yes. to change for the Lord to refigure the molecular structure of every bit of that sugar and fat. And sugar yeah. stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm so excited. Look, I've been trying to eat right because I don't know about y'all, but I got some pandemic pounds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. I've got a pandemic chin. I didn't even know I had. It,
1: it Hey, on- I I told I told my church the other day and I went from keto into Edo and Anybody? <laughs>
0: That's right. So, I'm excited. Let me just yeah. say if you're watching that please like, please share. I believe that there's going to be a word that is going forth. The Lord brought Kim and us together yes. many years ago. Really when you were kind of just starting to go out um on the road a lot. Yeah. I guess probably what your second or third I don't know. I don't want to say. I'm not positive
1: but man, it was probably like my third year. I mean yeah. we just became family. Yes. yes. I don't even know how that happened.
0: I don't either. (laughs) Really, it was the Lord because it was like one of those things that mom and I had heard you and did stuff. And we're like, let's let's get together. And then our spirits, you know how
2: it's so sweet how the Lord just joins you spiritually. I mean, you know, you can't make that happen. It's just a God thing. And when we started Love Conference three years ago, We thought we've got to have our sister. sister. She has a word for South Georgia Covenant Church,
0: you know. And what's been so
1: cool because y'all's church has become like my family.
2: Oh I
0: love that. And And we love your mama. And you know what's really sweet? The first year you came to a love conference, your mom and dad came with you. They did. My daddy got to come and we got to be with him. And you know, so So we share life. And life is (laughs) messy. But it's beautiful too. And Man,
1: y'all love with me. You hear me? Y'all, y'all, y'all ridden with me.
0: <laughs> Listen, we're, we're gonna be there through the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> Come, on. Come on. We're gonna ride with each other to the wheels. I'm right. right. ride with you till we get on that horse and ride to heaven together. That's what I'm saying. I, Amen. But you know, mom and you, we we were able to talk a little bit. I just want to open up by saying tonight, I think that there's some really amazing things that we are going to share with you. Some words, some truth yes. that's going to come encouragement. Um, I believe in for eyes to be open scales to fall off. If there's been things that have been holding you back, bondages to be broken, but fear. fear to go. But I was just thinking earlier, you know, we talk about being faith family and this world is really not our home. Mama says it's a, a camping trip. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just thinking how sweet it is. How, when, my grandfather went to heaven, how life changed for my mom. It almost, I tell people, mm-hmm. my mom has always been piercing in the spirit. She just does things. She's a spiritual pit bull. Mm-hmm. And it's like when Papa got deposited in heaven, a fresh anointing came over her. And i mm-hmm. we've seen that yes. on you this year. Yes.
1: Man, I feel it. You know, it, the coolest thing that happened, I think, was my dad was such a Man, he was, I love that man. I could never even imagine him not being in our lives. And then when we had to walk through that in the middle of a pandemic and he went to heaven and I got to watch him take his last breath. Yeah. And as he was taking his last breath, my family was standing around the bed and my mother kept telling me, y'all don't leave this bed. Don't you leave this bed because when daddy goes, he's transferring something in y'all. Yes, yes. Man, I was as close, I got chills right now. I was as close as mm-hmm. I could get to my daddy. And I'm gonna tell you, I literally, every ounce of fear that I had in my life, I might cry, every single fear I had of death or fear I had of things that had happened, the apprehension of just life. All of a sudden, when you watch someone take their last breath and go into glory, Mm -hmm. it all of a sudden does something. You don't no longer worry about heaven. That's where we want to go. We're on a camping trip here. (laughs) That's right. It just breaks that fear off. And that's what's happened to me this year. It's given me a tenacity for Jesus. It's given me a love for Jesus. It's given me, it's awakened the word in my bosom. It's its the things that I used to worry about, things I used to be petty about. I'm not even petty anymore. And I think it's exactly what your mama said. It was a transference.
2: You know, when my dad passed away, it was so beautiful. The doctor came and said, now, Jackie, your dad's not going to go, I'm an only child until you release him. Yeah. And uh, he was going through what your dad was going through, which was really wild. And so I got in the bed with him and I put my arms around him. I was loving on him. And I just said, Dad, if Jesus is there, I want you to know I'm going to be okay, And mom's going to be with Gregory and I. She's going to be okay. Gregory's got this. And if he's there, I want you to go be with him. And he went. "Ah."
0: Never breathed again. He
2: never breathed again. He took right there. And like you're saying, the the fear of going from Earth to glory the Good yes. Shepherd knowing that the Good Shepherd the Lord Jesus we are his and he is faithful yes. and the fear that has tried to take over the world just yes. us because fear is the opposite of faith mm-hmm. in God but when you yes. see someone being deposited into glory and that's where we all long for this is not our home. Mm-hmm. Then there is something the enemy knows that when you grab hold of, guess what? All you can do is kill this body and that'll be a blessing. I think Paul had that whether I live or whether I die, I'm the Lord's. When you get that courage, you, the devil gets scared of you because yes. he has the power, because Jesus said, I have the keys. I took the keys away from the enemy. Now I've got the keys. And you we <laughs> trust that our days are numbered in the That's Lord's right. hands? Come on. May, it, the devil hates women of God and Come men on. of
0: God that know that, hey, you can't stop me. When your promise yeah. gets bigger than your problem, what? your pride, your pettiness, your past, your pain or the people around you, and you hold on to the promise, which is eternal life, which is keeping your eyes on Jesus, um, knowing that you're yes. surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses there and even here, you shift. So God yeah. gifted some things in you this year. Yeah.
1: You know, I think that I just, I, when we started the pandemic, I remember I was with y'all. Yes. yes. And then as soon as I went home, we were shut in. We <laughs> never saw it coming, right? None of us did. We were eating at your house because we get to come eat and hang out with the family. And all of a sudden I was going from this, This y'all's church was packed, you yes. know, crammed in the building and it was just such an amazing service. And then we go home and we get shut in. And I remember that first week, I'm like, no, I was having a conversation with God. I was like, no, th- th- this is my best year. I literally was preaching on the, big, on the best platform. Like it was like dreams comes true for me. And all of a sudden, I started watching those things cancel. And I remember God spoke to me and he said, I'm getting you ready. I'm getting my bride. I'm getting my church ready for where we're about to take you. You've been too caught up in life. And you were in your own pandemic, Kim, before the pandemic even hit. And I I I need you you to start taking care of it. I need you to take care of it. So it gave me this year a chance to... Uh, Recalibrate. Give me a chance to reset. It gave me a chance to let go of all the stuff that I'd built that wasn't of God. That's right. It it allowed my life to be sifted. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, man, the the words come alive in me. I'm so at peace. You know, I walked through several losses this year, uh, last year, and I literally learned how to mourn and move. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was so amazing because my whole life, you know, as a preacher's kid, I would fall apart or I would get angry or I would (laughs) preach mad or I would, you know, whatever. And and during this pandemic. Yes. And during this pandemic, this whole year, man, God has just done a work on the inside of me that is I I would go through every single bit of it again, even losing my daddy, Mm -hmm. if it meant I could be with Jesus where I'm at right now. Well,
2: in it the beautiful thing. He says he is the lily of the valley. Oh, yes. Right in Morning Star. So when we're in the valley, there's lilies for us to pick as we on, march God. forth to the glory of God. Because the enemy, all he wants to do is stop us. Yes. And the Lord is then, so just so get up. Yeah. Take the next
1: yes. step. And, and then, you, know, baby yeah. step. But I'm, you know, I even watched my little 73-year-old mama <laughs> come out. She was, she was. I mean, all she ever did for 52 years was serve my dad. You know, she was such a servant to my dad and I've watched her in this pandemic write a book. uh, uh, I've just become a butterfly. And so it's it's basically what we've been talking about. What we want to talk about tonight is it's not going anywhere just because we were in a pandemic. This is a chance for us to get in preparation, not lay down and die. Not yeah. in the towel, not quit going to church, not yeah. all of a sudden be like, well, life is just the way it is. Mad at God. So you because of, of things you've lost this year, it's a chance for you to buckle up, buckle yeah. your seatbelt and get ready for what's coming. Because Ephesians three twenty says that God's going to do exceedingly abundantly more yeah. than we could ever ask or think. But how can we get it if we ain't around the church or we're around the people or the tribe. that's like us. is going to help push us to breakthroughs and not breakdowns. And so here it's mm-hmm. your opportunity to chisel up, to get yes. your fire back, to get yourself planted. And yes.
0: You know, yeah. and I love that when you were saying that I got stirred up cause I thought, isn't it amazing I, there, in the Bible? I think, wasn't it Peter who said, I've got to go back to my, my, Try, my he's company. Like, he's like, I got to find my company. I think this is a time where you got to be around your faith company. And the Lord's really been dealing with me. We talked about this earlier about Hebrews 6, and I didn't write it down, but in Hebrews 6, it talks about through faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. I believe there's a lot of people that have been faith believers Mm -hmm. that this year saying, where's my promises? God, Mm -hmm. I don't understand where the promise is. And I think this is where that word patience becomes important because that word patience means endurance. And you know, it says that the Lord, endured the cross yes. before the joy that was set before him. If yeah. you keep your eyes on Jesus, like it says in Hebrews 12, well, one through three, it talks about, finish your race with endurance. Mm -hmm. How do you do it? You've got to keep your eyes on him. It's time for the church to quit looking at the pandemic, quit looking at the news, quit looking at the Instagram of somebody else, quit looking at somebody else's Facebook or what's happening or what's not. Don't even really look in the mirror unless you're looking in the mirror of the word, but go ahead and say, I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. And I believe we'll go from faith to faith. I really believe it's a relaunch season. I believe we're being re-launched.
1: Girl, I feel it. I feel like what's happening right now is literally we are seeing the the separation from the wheat and the tear. Yes, we're seeing God. Uh, seeing he, he, that's how this is how He's working in this season. He's saying you're you're qualified. I'm taking you to this place. He is literally like even with my church, Limitless Church, and I know with Covenant Church. All my pastor friends that I talk to, it's basically like we're looking at a whole new group of people. It's It's like all the people that were with us before the pandemic, they're not even with us. It's like God literally shifted and gave us, gave people actually permission. You know, go go where you need to go. But you've been standing in the way of what I want to do here. That's how you have to look at it. And so, yes, it is a transitioning. And y'all, for you people that are watching today that are feeling defeated, maybe Mm -hmm. you've gone through your 401k trying to survive this year. Maybe you have watched your loved one die on a deathbed. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are saying, I don't hear or see anything that y'all are saying tonight. This is not happening at my address. Mm -hmm. It's not happening at your address because you're so busy focus on what you lost instead of what you're going into, right? Sometimes God has to let things die. Sometimes he has to allow us to hit rock bottom. He didn't cause the pandemic, but he's shown up, used it, right? He will cause, he will allow us to hit rock bottom. So we'll wake up. And I think that's what he's done. He's waking us up. He's the main thing is the main thing. And it needs to be Jesus or else you're going to be like all over the place, floundering. That's sort of, what well, you know.
0: You were talking, and I thought the wake up call. It is a wake up call. And I thought about Joseph, and we preached this, and I know you know it. Joseph got pushed in the pit. Now, sometimes we jump in the pit ourselves. Sometimes we want to go pitfalling. You know what I'm saying? But then when you get in there, you think, "Oh, I volunteered for the wrong tribe." You know what I said? Wrong moment. Sometimes somebody else pushes you in a pit, yes. and you you think. And a lot of times we become victims in those moments. But I love this story of Joseph. He had a promise, a dream before the pit happened. Instead of letting the pit get in him, he kept the promise. Then he got in Potiphar's house. He didn't let Potiphar's house get into him. He kept the promise. He went to prison. He didn't let the prison get into him. He kept the promise. promise. Before you know it, he was in the palace. But here's my love. The people that pushed him in, in the beginning... Through all that time, because he didn't let those situations, those circumstances, those feelings rule him, he was able to share the promise with even those that had thrown him. Down. Yeah, and I think in this season, you got to decide either I'm holding on to the promise or I'm going to be stuck Whoa. in the prison. And we're yeah. promised people. We are promised yeah. people. And I'm holding hey, on.
1: We're and we believe that. Hey, so I love that man. Yes. That whole story, what you just said, the way you broke that thing down, will preach. Huh? It's oh like you preach. that yes. he, he can let it get in him. Even yes. the lies work for him. Right. right. If if you wouldn't have walked through, this is the thing with this pandemic. If you wouldn't have walked through this pandemic, if Potiphar's wife wouldn't have falsely accused him and lied on him, he would never went back to the jail to be uh, seen again. If you wouldn't have went through this pandemic, if you wouldn't have went through this divorce, if you wouldn't have went through this bankruptcy, if you wouldn't have went through COVID, if you wouldn't have went through what you went through, you would have never been set up in a position to take you where he wants to take you. We would have all been all sitting back on a beach somewhere sipping (laughs) on. a pina colada today but because we walked through something and we didn't let it get in us (laughs) (laughs) us. come on
0: and you know what i want to say i believe there's someone watching right now let me tell you how you can take a pit test if you're pitiful (laughs) don't get full of the pit Full of the power of God and how you do that is by renewing your mind yes, with yes. this word which is the truth which is over every fact of situation that you're in you have to renew it and just like we started out with with the promise God said he has a plan for you he has a mm-hmm. purpose for you Jeremiah 29 11 that purpose yes. is your promise that you have to hold on to and when you get a hold of that it will just like there was the past. Yes. well and and that he was in the pasture then he was yes. in the yes. Then he was in the 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 Potiphar's house, then the prison, yes. the palace. But I, this is what I feel for somebody. And we talked about it God earlier. Don't let your pain, your past, other people, pettiness, or your pride stop the promise in you. And now every situation, in life, no matter where you're at, what season you're going through, there's going to be an opportunity yes. for that. And you've had those opportunities this last
1: year. Yeah, and I tell you what, I, I, I think God just knew I'm taking you to another level, so I'm going to let you walk through some things in the public eye. I'm going to let people talk about you. I'm going to let them have ideas about you, but in the process, I'm going to put you in the refiner's fire. And if you stay focused, this is what he kept telling me y'all. If you stay focused, Kim, don't get off, don't come off the chariot to throw tomatoes, because we've had a lot of opportunities during this pandemic, because all we've had to do is sit at home and eat bonbons and surf the internet, right? And so all we could do is allow us to look at all these people and it started getting in and we were getting attached to gossip. And I heard God so Clearly tell me, don't you get attached? Listen, I've had a lot of betrayal this year—not just from relationship, but I'm talking people around me that God began to expose in my life, and just say they just—they just can't go. It don't mean they're bad people; they can't go. And through every single step, when my flesh wanted to get in the way, man, when I wanted to feel sorry for myself, when I wanted to defend myself, when I wanted to to, to back—to go back at somebody, when I wanted to get them back, God. Can Saying Kim, keep your focus, and I'm so thankful that I did because yeah. that's what the enemy gets us, y'all. Is he wears us out in trying to right the wrongs and trying to get our point across? And yeah. what I learned this year, y'all, I learned to let people believe whatever they want to believe about you. I will okay you to death because I would rather win the world than a bunch Woo. of church anyway. I want to win the world. I want them to see the love of God that can flow in a terrible situation. And so, yeah, man, I walked through it this year, but I'm proud to say I would do it again if it yeah. meant I could have this oil. Oh, it, it cost you something, you know, David, yes. David yes.
0: said, I'm not going to give anything that don't cost me. And and I think that what we're at right now is the Lord's really, when it's your first love and you're you're making him first love of your life, it costs costs you something, you know? I mean, it it is a laying down, a surrendering, a submitting, an obedience act. I really feel that there's, here's what I've been feeling in my own personal life. Lord, I have a fresh surrender Mm -hmm. in me today. I feel like every morning I'm waking up. I'm yours. I'm Lord. I'm I'm whatever (laughs) you want to be. whatever Lord, what you want us to do today? Mm -hmm. Here I am. Holy Spirit, it's you and me. I, I'm, I'm ready for this. Well, I don't even yeah. care, God. I'm just
1: surrendering. Like, you know, you know. What we do. and yeah. I think that's a beautiful place yes. for us to be.
0: Yes. And I even believe for other people watching right now, you may be saying, first of all, we are competitive talkers. We're worse <laughs> when
1: we're together in a car. I actually <laughs> think we're doing really good tonight.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking I'm actually trying to breathe. <laughs> when, when you're doing these things, I was just thinking. You know, you, a lot of times you wonder what happens. You know, in, so, there's a story of a guy in the Bible named Saul, and Saul does not obey, and because of his lack of obedience and the voice of serving the people over serving the first love, which is Father God, things in his he life lost get the confusing. Kingdom. He's lost the kingdom by not surrendering. I really believe, as believers this year, we've surrendered to ourselves, we've surrendered to the media, we've surrendered to a pandemic. I'll wow. tell you, this, I won't surrender to anything. King no, Jesus.
2: King Jesus.
0: And I think that there's there's something that needs to happen. And tonight, if you're watching, you're listening, and there's been that, all that struggling, you've been fighting and doing things, I would really encourage you to just Surrender. say, Lord, I'm surrendering. Because here's what I love about the story about Joseph. I love the story. And let me just say this. Joseph's story is your story, mm-hmm. is Kim's <laughs> story, is my story, is yes. Mama's story, is my Austin story who's doing media. I mean, it's, it's our story. Everyone's got a mess. Oh, man. But you have to, you know, I think of the song from a long time ago. Some of y'all may (laughs) know it. I get knocked down, but I get up again. I get knocked
1: down, (laughs) but I get up again.
0: again. (laughs) That's right. When we make falling disqualifies. You know, it says a righteous man will fall seven times, but he gets up. We've been knocked down this year. Yeah,
1: girl. You know, uh,
2: I was sharing Someone shared this with me last night, and it was just really put a new spin. I've been sharing it all day today. Then we're Christian. We're daughters and sons of the most high. We're led by the spirit. But sometimes life happens and we make wrong choices. And it's just like being a good golfer. Yeah. If I was talking, when he makes a bad shot, he doesn't say, I'm not a golfer. No. <laughs> and the devil tempts us to say, when we make oh. bad shots, I, I disqualify. No. Nah. I am a good daughter of the King, right. and, I Come can, on, I, and I'm and sh- I'm going to I'm going to so take the swing again because if mm-hmm. I keep swinging, I win. The only way I mm-hmm. can lose is to stop myself, yes, and quit. that's for you. Do not quit.
1: Do not. I really quit. feel like that's ministering to somebody, Mom. I really do. I feel like that's ministering to somebody tonight that feels like that they are stuck, man. They feel like I've done too much wrong because it's real easy whenever you're in social isolation, when you've lost your tribe at your church, when you've disconnected and now depression has Mm -hmm. wrapped this ugly, foul self around your life. It's real easy to begin to look at things. I do this, y'all. I do this. They can think, man, if I would have just if I would have done this, if I would have listened two months ago, if I would have, we're famous for doing that because we're fleshly, right? And you're staring at the walls tonight and you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to get up today. I'm going to get up tonight. I may not know where I'm going and I may not feel like I have direction, but I'm not going to lay here. And that is what God is asking you to do tonight. He is asking you to put one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. He is asking you tonight to drag your leg if you've got to, but don't stay in that bed of affliction. Don't stay that bed of depression. Get up and see your way out, because God got on that cross for you, and He took thirty-nine stripes, and one of them was for depression, baby. One of them was for your sin, and He said it is finished, because He didn't want you to lay in bed and waste the rest of your life. Should have, could have, and would have. So you let know, it go. Letting go. When you said that about the should have, could have, and would have, I love this
0: so much. You know, in life, spectators. Are the ones that have the shoulda, couldas, and would It's only those people in the stands on the sideline at the fan games. Very, the players are out there just working hard. There's sweating. few players and a lot, hundreds of thousands of spectators. I want to be a player. Yes. God's called you to be a player. You're His most valuable player. Yes. Do not let the voice of the spectators that said, I would have ran it that way. I could have done it better. They should have done this. No, no, no. Just do it, baby. You, you just, can't love love it. That. just do it. And you know what? That's what we're talking about. I'm I don't read, read the Bible. Let let, to read the Bible. Work. let it work because love works. Wins it, all the time. Love works. It, always. it does not fail. God's love Period. does not fail. No, and here's the thing: nothing you can do is bad enough to quit getting God's love, and nothing you can do good enough will make you get more of it. It's just yours. <laughs> just receive it
2: tonight. Receive the love of the Father yes. through yes. Jesus. Yes. The Holy Spirit is there. He is knocking That's at right. your heart. He is wooing you. We can't even come unless he woos us. Right. But he is there in with you right now. That's right. Wanting to speak to your heart. I love it
0: when Father does heart to heart talks with me. <laughs> and listen, the world and other people will talk hurt to heart. But God talks heart to heart.
1: Man, I want to be like that.
0: In your faith family, Kim and I love each other. Mama and Kim and I love each and other. We're gonna talk to heart. Because we talk heart to heart, not hurt to hurt. We speak the word over each other. You now we'll let each other, we understand we're hurt, but we're gonna speak to the heart. We're gonna say, hey, yes. don't let that hurt. We're not gonna stop there. We're gonna talk deeper. We There's, go past it. We right. can throw up on each other, clean up each other,
2: and then prophesy what God is saying to us yeah that's what what faith friends are they don't give up on you when everybody else does and you feel like they your friends should have but they're still there
0: they give to you when you don't even need anybody to give you anything they still they give to you and people think why are they giving them something because God's loves like that. When you love like Woo! Jesus, it'll cause you to not keep up with all. You won't keep up with all those records of wrongs. You'll let go of the ledger, will you? And you know what? This year, <laughs> what I've seen in your life is I've seen your forgiveness walk. Yes, power just blow up. I've seen your love walk, walk grow up. I mean, we are in a we are in a growing season,
1: man. And you know what? Growing seasons are not fun. You know, I'm reminded of when my sons were were babies and they would cry all the time because they were hurting. Mm-hmm. And the doctors would tell tell me there's nothing we can do because he's growing. I never dreamed those boys were going to be 6'5". Because <laughs> nobody in my family is 6'5", but God did. And so there's some of y'all that feel like you're having an extra, I mean, I literally, y'all, when I look at my life right now, I used to be so mad at the fact that my brother never had to go through what I went through. My mom and daddy had the easiest life ever. Here I am making the stupidest choices, making the stupidest decisions of my life and having to pay all the consequences. And I was mad at God for it. But now I realize it's because I'm a game changer in my family. The enemy knew that I was going to not, not, I was going to move and I was going to jump even in that's fear. Right. Yeah. So I had those growing pains. So maybe that's what you're feeling tonight is you're feeling those growing pains and nobody else in your family can even understand it because none of them are going where you're going. You're the trailblazers. Yeah. You've been chosen. You've been picked right to be the one, that's six, five yeah. in your family that's going <laughs> to carry an anointing wow. and an oil on your life. And so, instead of complaining about it hurting, realize it's just a season, not a sentence. That's yeah. right. I'm right on into this thing. but we got to see it, or we're going to stay there, right? Yeah. So growing, growing ain't easy. Healing—it's almost yeah. like healing after a divorce. Yeah. I remember even when my dad died or walking through divorce. I remember I had a choice. I laid in that bed for several months, mm-hmm. crying, feeling sorry for myself, right? Because God didn't heal yeah. a relationship. He didn't tell me to get in anyway, mm-hmm. right? And I remember one day I had to make up in my mind. I had to make up in my mind to get up, and yeah, that's dude. what you have to do every single time that I've ever moved. I realized that for a huge portion of my life, I bled on people that didn't cut me mm-hmm. because so I was mad at the pain. But tonight, that's what God is saying to you: it hurts, mm-hmm. but the pain's not worth it because you're growing. It's yes. that that's going to be worth yes. it all.
0: And you know, and you know, with growing, there's pruning. Yes. You no. Know, and, and really, let me just say this. And when you when you prune that it's, thing, it grows bigger, it grows stronger. You're taking it, off
2: the dead things that need to come that's off. Right.
0: And I believe that all of us.
2: This hard. is yes. It's it's, hard. Yes, it's hard. It's hard. Attitudes Whoa. are hard. <laughs> Mindsets, getting all those things, you know, lining up with the word.
1: Especially when you love people, you know, and yes. God begins to prune those people out of your life or whatever right. it is and you fight to hold on, you know, it's real easy to mess up tomorrow because that's you let go of something that's expired in your life and just get up and realize that God is moving you in another direction and moving them in another direction. doesn't mean either one of you are bad. It just means your directions are changing.
0: And you know, when you were saying that, it's so important. I think when we stay, I shared with someone one day, I said, I'd, if you'd be more interested in hearing from God's voice and God's word and he, what saying told you more than you are that text in your phone going off, I said, it'll help. But here, let me tell you what endurance is during this season. And I think you'll understand this, Kim. There are people, because we don't know how to go through hard times. Let me tell you how I know that. Now, my grandma was equipped. She was raised in the Depression. She saved Ziploc bags. She's 90 years old. She's going to cook for all of us this week. She knows the woman can outwork me. And she twice my age. Crazy. But you know what? She understands endurance. Yes. We don't. We DoorDash.
1: Gosh, yes.
0: come we on. We're to do a drive-thru. There are people that have lost friendships and offense because when you've sent a text message, you didn't get an answer fast enough, or you saw the bubbles come up and then they disappeared, and you've lost a friendship and lost a whole night's sleep because of bubbles. Yes. Because we don't, we don't understand endurance. And I believe that if we'll seek Him first, And if we'll be hungry for what he's saying, all those fickle feeling moments will go away and your faith will arise and you'll hold on to something And that faith and endurance. You'll start inheriting promises and those promises. Yeah, they're going to be partly people. But really more than that, it's going to be about what you can sow rather than what you're getting because you're getting what you need from him. I don't need to get from anybody else when I get God. That's right. I mean with supply. He'll supply. All. all my needs. You know, that's the one thing. Oh so
1: exciting.
0: Yes. We're needy. We're needy of our phones. We're <laughs> needy of other people. We're needy of I know people needy that's of Netflix. Yes. Netflix. yes. I mean that people are needy for Netflix. And the yep. one saying, I'd like one for you to be needy
2: for me. Boy, I'm the only thing. What you need. he told um Martha, he said, Mary found that one, there's only one needful thing. And that's what Mary did. She said at the feet of Jesus, because when we have Jesus. He is enough.
1: Jeez. More than
2: enough. He takes May learned that. enough and makes it more than enough. Yeah. Just as we grow in his presence, in his love, in his authority, in his power, uh, you know, And so
0: here's what I believe. Friday night, you're going to be in the house with us. We're so excited. I know y'all are just watching us talk. What you don't know is we have Bible study all the time. We don't know how to do anything but talk about Jesus because anything else, don't talk about it. It's just not worth talking about. And you'll wish later you hadn't talked about it. (laughs) I've had to repent for every conversation I never had about the Lord. I can promise you almost. And so I want to read this real quick and then. Kim, I want you to actually tie a bow on this and make us sound good. And tonight. Friday night. Yeah. Friday, <laughs> Friday night, 7 p.m. Covenant Church. And let me say you, that's the teenage age up to um, however old. I We want Grandma you there. Lada, Grandma Nine years 90, old. That's right. She's going to be there with Kim. Excited. Husbands,
1: wives, that's get your... Right. Every, every, yes. this, yes. this is a great restart. Yes. You know what's amazing? We, we
0: talked about this. This date last year is when the mandatory shutdown came out on all of us. This is the time that we, this year it's been a year. I believe that this is the relaunch we've been talking about, a restart. So I want to tell you, if you've been feeling that come, there's a place for you. There's room in God's house in the living room and covenant living room for you. We want you. But Kim, when you were talking this year, God doesn't take those things off of you. You have to lay them aside. And I thought of Hebrews 12 and I want to read this. I'm going to let you close this out. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, what are those witnesses? Let me just share it with you. Those are people that have already finished the race and saying, "Don't quit. It's worth it." Come on, your daddy's part of those witnesses saying, "Come on, <laughs> my grandpa's." Y'all, come on. It's so good. It's, I, I, it's better it's, than I even told you it was.
1: Yeah.
0: You got to come on. And then it says, not only it says to take off, to throw off every sin, yes, which readily clings to and entangles us. You've got to throw it all off. Looking away. You got to look away from those things and look unto Jesus. And I believe tonight it's a time for you to shift your gaze. Yes. It's time to throw off. Quit looking at your past. Quit looking at your pain. Quit looking at your present. Quit looking at your problem and start looking at the promise. Start looking at the purpose. What is that? Jesus is the promise. You you tell me, you close it up. You
1: pray for us. I love you. Man, I am, y'all, listen, everybody that can drive, anybody that can get up and go to Walmart, Sam's, get in the building at Covenant. Get back to your churches on Sunday. Start making Jesus number one in your life again and you watch your life shift. Yes. he's waiting on, God is not a Jenny in a bottle. God is not gonna force us to put him first. And I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm, I was a whole preacher, and still was a doer. And I, this year, I realized you gotta put Jesus yeah. the center of it all. And you know what happens? You don't have to walk around cutting people off. You ain't gotta walk around bitter, angry. You don't have to walk around feeling offended when someone uh, hurts you or whatever. You can, when you have Jesus the center of it all, and we're walking in this verse that we just read to you, and you're really walking it out. Then things just whip off of you. Yes, you do. Just stay so focused that you are hungry, and that's going to be my prayer tonight. As we pray, is that you get so hungry for God yes. that you, your children see a change in yes. you. Yes, your children see your the mom, your you and your husband go from yelling and screaming at each other and tension in your house because you ain't paying your bills or because y'all don't like each other after yes. this pandemic. Okay. Yes. That you're, there's, a, there's gonna be a shift in your circumference and anything that you touch is gonna shift. Yeah. And don't be shocked. When things begin to move, things begin to uh, eradicate out of your life because what God is doing is he's beginning to set you up because March, my assistant said something the other night that was so powerful. She said, this is the third month on the third day Jesus got up. This is the, this is the month where we're taking it back. This is the month where if Jesus can get up, then we can get up. And our job is to get so focused that we get around people where we can hijack their faith, where we get around people that ain't God. We get around people that ain't uh, chaotic and confused and we begin to break those things off of us that keep drawing those kind of toxic behaviors in our life and we move forward. So my prayer is that y'all get in covenant church on Friday night and let's have some church in the middle of a pandemic. What is this? We're coming out. But the way we come out of this thing in March, the third month, they're already opening the schools back up. We're opening. We're going back out into the world. The way you enter this month back yeah. into the world is gonna set you up for the next decade. Y'all listen, this is the new decade. This is yeah. really the start of 2020 because yeah. we missed 2020. So yeah. you're starting a new decade. Why not start Ooh. an act covenant? Uh-huh. Yeah. Friday yeah. night So I, that's my prayer tonight, Father. <laughs> I just thank you, thank you for a hunger that yeah. you all yeah. through all these airwaves, Lord, that yeah. you thank are Jesus. still in a hunger yes. for more. For yes. more, not for emotion, not for mm-hmm. just a a, a, a a quick fix, yes. a, a, a a Red Bull, but we go for the Holy Ghost Red Bull. Yes. Yes. Us and it suffices us lord tonight i send out we come together us three you said two or more agree in my name there's three of us and we're all powerful honey mm-hmm. we don't quit until we we, we we go to hell and yank people out yeah. in the name yes. we're putting our faith together yes we're saying that healing is taking place today yes. in yes. limitless church yes. in covenant church yes. all over the world god yes. somebody that's contemplating suicide ain't gonna do it tonight somebody mm-hmm. that's to divorce ain't going to do it tonight. Somebody that's about to step out on their marriage ain't going to do it tonight. Father, you're shifting our hearts, yes. shifting our minds, yes. and you're getting us back in position, position in a way that we've never even been before. You, we've Jesus. never even been in the right position because if we were in the right position, we wouldn't be we are today having to get in the right position. Get us in the right position, God, so we can never fall away from you again. And let us be so hungry for you. Yes. We're more hungry for you than we are bullets. We're more hungry for you than we are shooting a gun. We're more hungry for you than we are golfing or shopping or buying a new pair of shoes. We're hungry for you, God. Yes. In Jesus' name, we thank you for blessing Friday night. Yes. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: We love you. Good night, y'all. We love you. See, see you Friday. Friday. Or see you Wednesday. Go to Livingless Church <laughs> and our church. We'll see you this week. <laughs>